What's up, everybody? You are now tuning in and listening to Cedric, Chris, Dempsey, and Justin, and we are the men of the year. Your mama's favorite group of men streaming on all major podcast platforms. So please subscribe to Men of the Year Pod for the latest content and leave a positive rating and review and let us know how we're doing. Also, follow and like us on Facebook and Instagram at Men of the Year Pod. And if you have questions, suggestions, need advice, or want us to discuss a specific topic, feel free to email us at menoftheyearpod at yahoo.com or shoot us a message on social media. We appreciate you and we thank you for joining us. Let's get to the episode. Men of the year, men of the year, men of the year, men of the year. How's everybody doing? By everybody, you mean just you and I. <laughs> no, I meant all the listeners. Oh, all right. Well, let me just shut and the fuck I just up realized here. it is just you and I. Yeah. Let me tell you about my best. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, no Dempsey, no Justin. Um, well, I mean... Dempsey's got his birthday, you know. Justin's got to sleep sometimes, and we keep waking him up early in the damn morning. Um, so it's just a couple yeah, 86ers I hope doing for tonight. Well. Hey. Yeah, they probably don't understand what that means. Some of them might. <clears throat> we old. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. So, how you doing, though? Man, I it's, am great. We're on the I am blessed. Yes, sir. I heard, I heard one of your kids trying to trying to rip his teeth out. Yeah, I think he's trying Someone's to collect Someone's playing some... the trumpet, you know. Re- hey, relax, relax. That was one of my sons trying to play the trumpet. Gosh, uh-huh. That was monstrous. <laughs> the whole house, I could I could feel it over here, you know, mm. like 50 miles away. No big deal. No big deal, <clears throat> man. <laughs> All right. So for this episode, we're, we're hoping to do something a little special. Um, obviously, at a handicap because there's just the two of us uh, and me being pretty milky um i don't know how much i can actually add to the conversation uh but i'm gonna do my best uh but this episode we want to talk about something that's pretty important that i think it's overlooked quite a bit uh especially in those communities that aren't you know uh black indigenous people of color uh, especially the black community uh and that's that's juneteenth um and for those of you that are listening that have never heard of it before I implore you, go look it up, learn a little bit about it. It's actually coming up in a few days. Um, is it the 19th? It's the, ni- it's the 19th, man. Yeah, it's June 19th. I know it's, it's the 10th. Yeah. That's it's, why it's June 10th. It's, it's, it's Freedom Day. Emancipation Day. Seven to nine day is or... completely the same to me. Yeah. I know you guys can't see my face, but. Liberation um, Day. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're going to touch on that a little bit uh, as well as some other things. Um so I'm going to go ahead and kick it off. Um, so this is going to be something said that's probably a little bit easier for you to to talk about. But uh, how old do you think you were? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he went there, everybody. Um, how old were you and, and roughly where were you when you when you first heard about or found out about Juneteenth? You know, it's. It's kind of embarrassing to even say when I, I learned about it. And it was probably after high school, after I graduated, right when I was getting into college. Um, I thought you were going to say about last week when I brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um, yeah, I I remember hearing about it in college. And, you know, I saw some of, of the RSOs that were 
geared a little towards the African-American student body. Um, you know, I saw some of them wearing shirts with uh, pan-Africanism -Af uh, symbols, you know, the the, the continent with the, the red, black, and green on it to mm -hmm. uh, symbolize Juneteenth and the uh, the liberation of all slaves. And I, I want to say that was probably when I had first heard about it. And so I did a little bit of research on it. And, you know, my mind was blown because it was things that I've never learned prior to college, mm -hmm. which, is, which is extremely sad. But, yeah, that was probably my first rumblings of it, of learning about it what it is what it was and why was it important to the black community in regards to um, my ancestors who from generation to generation had endured and experienced yeah and even even when you say you know you learned about it in, in college you didn't actually learn about it from the institution right and i think i think that's i think that's key to to pick up um I know growing up, I was like, man, you know, we were so cool. The Europeans coming over, you know, we, we met with all the indigenous people. We broke bread. We shared things, you know, and then they got violent. Well, that's not how that went at all. Uh, and the, the more you learn about our actual history of this country and, you know, whether it's on the indigenous side or on, you know, the, the pilgrims and the foreigner side, uh, which is what they were, um, you start realizing more and more how off yeah. our history books are, our, our lesson plans, all this other stuff. Uh, it's it's all unfortunately to glorify white people. Um, mm -hmm. That that's that's just the easiest way for me to break it down. Right. Um, so when I first learned about this, I was actually in Oklahoma right after college. Uh, I mean, I heard rumblings in college, right? But it wasn't mm -hmm. like something that I was like, oh, hey, what's this? You know. Um, it was just like low murmurs, maybe. You know, yeah. Uh, in college, half the time we weren't really paying attention or could even think because you know alcohol. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> once I got down to Oklahoma, you know, I met I met some good people that I was working with at the at the restaurant, um, and they actually were the ones who informed me of it. And <clears throat> honestly, I was I was surprised that it wasn't something that I was taught about. Yeah. Because uh, we we learned about the emancipation, you know. Oh, yeah. The the freedom for all these slaves and all this other stuff but what'd that really give them absolutely <laughs> nothing 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 oh cool you're free to do what you want but now you have to go and be an indentured servant because you ain't got no money you ain't got no clothes you ain't got no house no land mm -hmm. nothing you so you're just you're just in the same exact spot you were before uh people still aren't treating you well north mm -hmm. to south didn't matter what yeah and i mean later on we'll, we'll get into oklahoma and their history with you know, uh, the whole thing, but, mm, okay. uh, it just, uh, it's just, it's crazy to me how such a big part of our country, the backbone of our country, when you really think about it, both, both pre and during, uh, industrial revolution was developed and, and basically created by, by people of color. Yeah. And built you on know. the backs of slaves. Yeah. Uh, Let's call it what it call it what it is, man. Yeah. And and yes, you know, for for all the people like, oh yeah, there are white slaves. Cool, yeah, but their entire villages weren't raided, mm -hmm. brought Village. across the sea, all this other stuff. Most of the time, the the indentured servants that were white were just people who just got too sloppy drunk or couldn't pay debts, and now it's like boom. Or 
you know, they're, they're hand helpers where it's like, hey, they just want a roof over their head, a hot meal, and they'll work it off. Yeah, work for your Lord and call it good, right? But, I mean, with, with everything else, like what we're talking about with, with high school and college and everything, like how do you feel the institute, our educational institutions are doing, you know, teaching us about the histories of our country, especially about black people in America? Because um, obviously you, you go into Flint, you know, higher higher population of black individuals being from midland i think we had three families mm. and i believe two of them were adopted so you know there there's obviously not much that they be pressuring for i guess for it because yeah i mean they just want to keep themselves feeling good right but you know how did you see our educational system handling this um i wish you know, because hindsight is always twenty twenty, right? So I feel, um, of course, we could have been enlightened, but I also think that the, the school institutions doing all of this, the student body of their respective communities a disservice. I don't think that it's nothing to be ashamed. Of. I mean, of course, be ashamed of, but I think it's something that we, we need to bring to the forefront and, and talk about because it is a part of our American history. Slavery is and will always be a part of American history, whether we like it or not. I think, I mean, it makes a lot of people uncomfortable and being uncomfortable is okay. And I think being uncomfortable is how you actually learn. So if we could all sit down and, and and learn a little bit more about this i think we'll all be better off in in regards to understanding one another i think you know because in the textbooks yeah we we knew that you know there was slavery that was existing from the moment that they were brought here you know black people were african americans were not even african americans just africans who were you know you know taken from their 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 land and, and brought here immediately slaves and i feel like a lot of the the institutions the, of our education system just gave us surface level and that's probably all that they wanted to give because maybe they just don't want people to know the truth because they're trying to sh you know shield and and shelter you know the the younger generations i don't think that's fair that's what i mean by i think doing a a, a huge disservice to everyone in school well and i mean to to piggyback off some of that like what do you have to hide it wasn't exactly us, you know it's yeah. not our generation yeah you know there are some people who decide to carry on those old traditions of mm -hmm. waving the confederate flag you know celebrating the the economic downfall of the south which was it's basically them losing their free workers, you know. That's yeah, that's literally all it was. Uh, for, for those naysayers out there, you know, hate me if you want, but I mean, that's they literally fought for their for the economic freedom, and their economic freedom was slavery. Mm -hmm. Um, but looking at it, like, what do we have really to be ashamed of? Like, yeah, be ashamed. That was some stupid shit that people were doing, like some real bad shit, yeah, very inhumane like, stuff, yeah, separating families raping them not yeah not giving them any type of real necessity giving them scraps making them eat off the ground like Stri i mean stripping come them, on. And, and most importantly stripping stripping them of their identity yeah 
Like, I mean, literally the movie Roots, I'm glad that was one thing that we were like made to watch when we were younger, but man, it just, it never, it never really kicked in when, when we watched it in middle school because it like everything up to that point, like was just like rainbows and butterflies. Yeah. So we're just like, oh, you know, it's a small blip. No, nah, it wasn't a small blip. Small blip, sure, in all of humanity, in our country, nah. No, that's pretty much the majority of time, you know, from our country's founding. Mm-hmm. Well, and and even even when you know Abraham Lincoln won the war and you know the emancipation and all that, it still took so long to mm-hmm. even get remotely close to some kind of semblance of balance. And yes. when I say remotely close, I mean, it was still tipped very hard against people. But, I mean, it was still something that you could see the progression, you know. It, mm-hmm. And it's still, to be honest, it's still tipped so poorly. Um, all the economic, all the economic down, mm, mm, sorry, just kind of bothers me quite a bit just because yeah. when when you look at it, and I never understood it growing up you know uh even even being less well off than a lot of people in my city like i never really understood like how the color of your skin would make it to where people would not lend you money they would not allow you to work at their work like why is that something that should be a determining factor yeah why is it such a big deal i mean but I mean, like going back to it, there, there are so many wonderful things that came from that culture. <clears throat> lots of music, lots of innovation. Like when you really sit down and you look at some of the early innovations around like the Industrial Revolution or even just music in general, most of the influence is Africa. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, some Asia. Yeah. Right. But like a lot of our country and a lot of what's progressed into popular opinion, I, I feel has come mostly from like the African-American community or yeah. even just the African community, you know, that's where it stems uh, from. Yeah. And, and when you look at that and you're able to realize that and celebrate it, I think that's, that's the moment of, of really being able to find a way to teach people. Um, one thing I know when I was growing up, that I thought was done well as far as teaching goes. Uh, I, I was in elementary school, maybe like third grade, mm-hmm. maybe fourth grade. And like we learned about, and it wasn't really like we learned about different religions, but it was coming around Christmas time and they, they taught us a little bit about Hanukkah uh, because there's a, a, a Jewish family yeah. that lived in, in our tiny town uh, when I was in Illinois. And like learning about that was fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. And I know when I got to college, like I was, I was happy. I was in a non-traditional dorm. Uh, a lot of, a lot of foreign students in my dorm. We watched foreign films, did a whole bunch of different like food, like yeah. food nights and stuff. And then there's the, oh man, I can't remember what it was called. The, the cultural festival. Do you remember that? Where like everyone would, would represent like different countries. I, I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. Dances, like, the feasts. Yeah. All that stuff. I, I remember that. It was always held in like late March or early April. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah. Like Man, culture that was, day or international <sighs> culture day or something like that. Yeah. It was, that was like, phenomenal. I was, was, yeah. Yeah. Man, some of that food too. Man, was, if you. If you haven't tried cultural food and don't think cultural food like, oh man, monkey brains, come on now. Mm-mm. Um, 
there's so many delicious foods out there, like so many of them. But I mean, when we look at it, what what are some traditions that you've that you've learned about that you think are things that you know as a country we should start looking into celebrating as a whole? You know, we are a melting pot. You know, we are we should a celebrate pot. everything. I think, I mean, because there's a lot of of like monthly oriented awareness themes um we all know that uh i believe november is native american history month i believe that's when it is uh i might have to check into that but you know the native americans were an an instrumental part of our of our american culture i just don't think that it's supposed to be celebrated just for one month same with black history month I think some of these, I mean, the intent is, the intent is, it's well thought of. I'll I'll give it that. It helps to magnify it, right? It it does. But I also think that it's something that needs to be perpetuated yearly. Because it's just like, it's just like when, I I just don't want it to be a fad. You know what I mean? I need yeah. it to, to, to constantly keep going so people can keep learning about it. I don't just want people to, to know about Black History Month or learn about Black History in the month of February, even though and it's, cra- it's, it's even shittier because of the fact that it's the shortest month of the year, too. I'm like, come on now, give us a month and of 31 cold out. <laughs> and it's cold. And you know, as Black folks, we do not like the cold. So- <laughs> That's Shit, such a bad, like the cold. Yeah, that's such a bad stereotype. <laughs> but I, I think uh I think um certain certain holidays such as Juneteenth needs to be celebrated um uh, and brought to the forefront and, and also be celebrated and recognized as a national holiday. That's my personal opinion. Um you know, other holidays like the like the week of Kwanzaa in, in December, yep. I think. Um, there's a lot of emphasis and focus on Hanukkah, which is great. It's definitely um, something that needs to be uh, shown and for, for people to be aware of. But I also think that there needs to, to be more of a, of a focus on, on Kwanzaa as well, because um, that's very important, too. And, and just winter solstice. Uh, yeah, all, yeah, all that stuff. And um, Ramadan needs to, mm-hmm. needs to be brought to the forefront because we do have a lot of we do have a large community of, of, of uh, Middle Eastern and, and, and Arabic communities in our nation and just those type of things. I, I, I just don't like it being geared to just a day or a week or just a month. Let's keep talking about it. Let's keep pushing mm-hmm. the agenda of, of, of assimilating all of these cultures into one because that's the only way that we can get over this racial hump that you know uh people think that they're better than one another and i will always keep an open mind and i I love learning about uh you know other cultures and things like that like you know my wife is native american she has native american uh family members and you know my sons are also they have native american blood in them too so uh and I need to be better about this as well. I need to learn about about that culture too, because that's a part of you know my offspring. So it's just those type of things that I think we need to definitely do a better job on. And where it starts is with us. Yep. I was actually going to ask you that where it starts. <laughs> now, I mean, I, I completely agree. 
it starts with with individuals and mm-hmm. i think in the in the past five years i want to say people have been more active there have been more activists there's been a lot yeah. more push on social medias and stuff and it's it's fantastic like i'm loving it um you're seeing companies now i don't want to say celebrate it because i think it's more so just a pr stunt uh, come on let's all be real mm, we know okay. starbucks ain't ain't nothing and, but but like <clears throat> they're being more inclusive about it all. yeah and it's it's nice because it's bringing that at least to to people's mindsets right right uh, but like why can't we get to the point where it's like hey thanksgiving's almost done you know how everybody's like man christmas music christmas music, christmas oh, why mm-hmm. why not why not all of it uh and it's just it's it's crazy to me how one side of this country is when it comes to not necessarily ethnicity um, mm-hmm. or religion, but the the culmination of the two. Like it's it's usually white Christians, right? Um, mm. A lot of a lot of the holidays literally are around that. <clears throat> so right. uh, or or dead presidents. I mean, we have President's Day. Yeah. Why, why are we celebrating? Like cool you know it's a very important job it's a very stressful job and i think they need to get some kind of recognition but to have it be a federal Mm -hmm. holiday and not have like juneteenth oh you got a little man yeah pulling his own teeth out i pulled my tooth out oh my goodness buddy (laughs) all right does it hurt hey hey good job on that We're, we're recording we're gonna we're gonna talk with you in a little bit, okay? Good job, right. team. Team needs you. Come to the tree outs. All right, Brad. Um, can I um, give you eight dollars for the battle pass? So I can- <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, yeah, give me eight dollars and you can get the battle pass. That's all. Come on, hey guys, we are recording an episode. We'll talk about it in a little bit. All right. Come on. Come on. Close that door. Hey, you see what I got? See what I got to deal with? Yeah. I saw that, by the way, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about um, that, man. No, you good. Um, but just just kind of wrapping up to like what it was like. Yes, individuals need to be more cognizant, thoughtful, etc. When it comes to so- stuff like that, but I think the the main point of education and like government institutes is to help basically like lift all of that up, bring that together for people to, to know about, learn about, like, let's, let's stop whitewashing the shit out of our history. Like, man, we did some bad shit. Tell people, let, let the kids know, Hey, we did a, we made a lot of mistakes. You know, they're not necessarily our mistakes. Some, some people might have those mistakes right now, you know, but yeah, I mean, it, we got to learn from it. We got to grow from it. Um, Kind of touching on what what we were talking about before. Everyone thinks that all this all this race stuff, you know, it's brand new, um, <laughs> or that you know it was taken care of a long time ago. Uh, what was it, uh, Dr. King and and Malcolm? They were they were walking in the '60s, right? Yeah, they were in a civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the '60s. Okay, so you know, hey, everybody's like they got their civil rights. Mm-hmm. Nah, nah, they didn't. They, they fought for it. They they got, you know, a couple things passed, you know, some people looking at it. But but then you look at Oklahoma. I want to bring that back up. Oklahoma has been one of the 
one of the places in in our in our country that has some of the worst history. Oh, and absolutely. I, and I'm, not talking, I'm not talking about you know Oklahoma City bombing because that that that's pretty bad too. But I mean, when we're looking at how things have been since we were pretending, uh, and I say we as in like the the non-colored people of the the country, you know, not black, not indigenous, mm-hmm. none of that. We were thinking everything's good because we're like, hey, we got it on paper. They're people too now. You know, we don't treat them, you know, lesser than than pets and animals and stuff. Um, but you look, you look at Oklahoma, the the Tulsa race riots. You know, oh yeah, Black the, Wall Street. Yeah, the Tulsa how, massacres. Yeah, how those were, how those were construed, how those came to to be such tragedies, and they're not really ever talked about. And we look at it, black community was carving out their own piece of paradise, mm-hmm. with Black Wall Street. It was great. You know, they were having, you know, shops and everything for them. Like everything was every everything like they were, they were getting their own equity, all this stuff. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And people people that were not black, mostly white people, did not like the idea because it was taking away their potential money. Yeah. Destroying their you, own economy. Yeah, and then you look at the Tulsa race riots. Uh, I th- I think I actually saw something on it not too long ago, which which I'm happy about because it's I wasn't even searching for anything on it, um, but I saw the the vast contrast of how the news back then was like portraying it. They literally brought up the whole you know Tulsa race riot and all this other stuff, but the headline was. Two white people died. I really when hundreds of black people were massacred. Mm-hmm. Massacred. Like that that that's just. And it's that mo- wasn't that long ago. Well, yeah, you because know? that was like those Tulsa race riots and just the the uh, the Tulsa massacre in general. I mean, that was almost. I think it was like a hundred years ago. I think it was like in 1920, 1921. And, yeah, so we're coming up to anniversary on it. Yeah. yeah. So and, and what's crazy is that that's not just the only African American massacre of this country that mm-hmm. we have not, you know, even scratched the surface on and, and brought light to, shed light on. Excuse me. Like there's the ones that happened in Chicago, Philadelphia, yeah. Washington. Um, I think uh, I'm missing a DC, couple. I'm DC. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in DC. I think like St. Louis. Atlanta. Yeah. Didn't Atlanta tons and have, tons. have a big one? They probably did. Um, I'm sure that there were a lot in Florida as well. And these are, I mean, they, they get swept under the rug and they get covered on for decades and decades. And then people, they, they find out. And when they do find out, it just causes so much resentment. Like, and like I was saying earlier, we're really doing these these future generations a disservice. All we got to do is, and like like you said, we should be ashamed. But I mean, how can we grow? How, we need to learn about this stuff. Like, this shit's really really important for our American history. It's just not mm-hmm. the the whole like you said white whitewash of. You know, the British came over and we fought the fight. You know, we were the underdogs fighting for our freedom. Okay, that that did happen. 
but there was also other freedoms that were being fought for here internally on our soil. So it's it's, it's crazy to even think yeah. about in general, man. It really is. Yeah. Now, like when when we're looking at all this, right? Mm-hmm. The the fact that all this is happening, and there should be co- there should be mass coverage, or like the the massacres of of tribal tribal indigenous people, right? Um, or like what happened in uh, South Dakota, right, with that pipeline? Yeah. Like the fact that a lot of that was brushed under the rug, like it makes me feel that like the voice of, of, of majority of people are just not being allowed to be heard. And then on the flip side of that, like when we're going to try and actually celebrate culture, like truly celebrate it, give it its dues, you know, learn about it, etc. I just don't feel like. I, I don't know if it's the government or who, but like I just feel like there's not enough voice being given. Now I think I think a lot of it, you know, unfortunately, like Black Indigenous people of color have have literally had to take in order to be, you know, getting a seat at the table. Not even not even getting the food or the scraps, mm-hmm. but just just to even get to the table, um, they have to take, you know, and you know what. Like, how does it make you feel to know that it hasn't been that long, you know, and and voices are still not being heard? I mean, shit, we had to have, you know, small riots, hundreds to, to thousands of protests mm-hmm. j- just to end systemic racism in, in one of our biggest institutions, which is, you know, our, our I don't really want to call them police, even though that's what they are. Like, they're, they're meant to serve and protect us. They're what? peace office i don't even know what, what to call them but i mean it, mm. literally the the foundation of it was built from the whole idea of slavery and, mm-hmm. and people watching them but like all of this the systemic racism the the downplaying of of horrendous activities the whitewashing of of our history all this stuff like how does it make you feel knowing that your voice and the voice of the people behind you have been so drowned out not too good, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> that even in the 21st century, there are still people who are still being persecuted and oppressed. There's still those who are being marginalized. There's still those who are being disenfranchised. It's the 21st and, and century. Don't get it wrong. You do stupid shit. You do stupid shit. That's that's completely different. That's not what we're yeah. getting at here. We're talking no. about you are just trying to be a human mm-hmm. based off your skin based off mm-hmm. your language, sex, age, orientation, all, all the all the things that are supposed to be protected. That That's what he's going on about. So don't get it twisted, people. Yeah. Uh, it really doesn't make me feel all that great that even um, after all that's happened, the, the progress that has been made, it's kind of like we've taken one step forward and two steps back because I feel like we're starting to regress a little bit after all the progress that was put forth by, you know, the, the Dr. Martin Luther Kings of the world and the, the Malcolm X's of the world and the, you know, the Marcus Garvey's and et cetera, et cetera. It's never really a, a great thing when people try to, to block certain ideals that were, I guess, 
so prominent back then and now all of a sudden maybe not even all of a sudden but still being i guess suppressed because they don't want people to know certain things or learn about certain things for me personally is 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 just not a great feeling that i thought that we were making tons and tons of progress and we were moving the needle forward and it, it just kind of feels like we really haven't all that much if if that makes sense yeah, it's like, like a magic just, trick look over here the other hand plays a little sleight of hand and kind of going back to what we were talking about before like you have to learn from it because mm -hmm. everything we need to progress towards move towards get better at is for the future it's not necessarily for us right now yeah yeah, it's uh, I think it makes it a little bit harder for us to teach the the younger generations on um, on these type of situations and yeah, events. Where do you begin? It's so it's so massive. Like it's just it's just where do you begin? It does. I mean, shit. Even uh, the the person who who helped inform me of it in Oklahoma, she was telling me that they don't even teach it in Oklahoma about the race riots about. Black Wall Street about any of it, you know, and mm -hmm. it's just it's it's so crazy. It literally happened there, and they they don't talk about it. Hmm. Yeah, that's it's it's sad. It is sad. I uh, yeah, I just hope that things can can get a, a little better, and maybe we'll we'll see some some light at the end of the tunnel but uh I, I really feel that you know june juneteenth really needs to be celebrated and it needs to be celebrated with a little more more fervor than it has been i feel like it needs to be celebrated more by just not black people but everybody because it is a big part of american culture and just i mean just doing a quick google search on it guys like you can you can see you know, it's, it's also known as the Freedom Day, Jubilee Day, Liberation Day, Emancipation Day. Like yeah. when they they when when a, when a people feels they finally been given freedom or the right to do certain things when they feel it, that's when freedom occurs. Not when yeah. we tell them. Right. Right. Um, and it's just it, it's crazy to me because I'm looking at it and I'm like, OK, it's telling me that 47 states in the United States actually observe it. No, they don't. Mm -mm. Not officially. Exactly. To be honest, I, I'm I'm pretty sure Michigan and Oklahoma, at least one of those two, should be ones that would have celebrated. Uh -huh. right? um, but you just you don't really see much on it. I mean, maybe more so now because you know with social media and everything, like people are able to actually share and bring things forward, right? Mm -hmm. Like we were talking about the past five six years, it's been it's been easier to cultivate and learn about other cultures yeah. but i mean just quick search on it you can you can find a whole bunch of information right you know it might not be the best of information right you know depending on who's putting it out like are, are we trying to whitewash it again you know? yeah like are we really trying to water it down so that mm -hmm. people again sweep it under the rug so nobody knows about it or even care about it mm -hmm. like what's what's the end goal here people like what, yeah. what are we doing you know because I mean, just just looking at it, like it's a day for a group of people to rejoice and feel human. And we 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 took that away from them. 
not we as in like now, but in the past, like even now though, I feel there are some people that, that are taking it away from them are trying to dehumanize them. I think that's the least that we can do is celebrate it. You know, <laughs> I mean, I mean, at least is talk about it, right? Yeah, at least have a conversation to, to and an open it. discussion about it. I mean, because if we really want to get down to the nitty gritty of things, I mean, you know, we still looking for our uh, 40 acres and a mule. You know what I mean? So <laughs> we look for our reparations. Um, we know that that's not going to happen. It's it is what it is. But I mean, at least, like I said, have a conversation, learn about it. And it would be such a delight for these school curriculums to to learn about it and 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 insert it into our american history i think uh i mean that would be great if if the secretary of education can can do something like that to kind of overhaul our entire american history that's something that needs to be taught in in our social studies classes at a very young age too like we're not doing any of these kids a favor by not by shielding them from the truth. That's one thing as a parent that I don't want to do is, is shield my my children from the truth. They have a right to know. They have a right to the truth. And that's what it comes down to. Yeah. A plethora of information can get you so much further in life. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I was I was I was I was lucky, um, even though my grandma was trying to really force us to be baptized uh, as God, Catholic. Yeah, um, <laughs> like growing up, growing up, it was nice because um, my mom. Uh, I mean, she basically raised us by ourselves after a certain point because, unfortunately, my dad passed. But uh, she gave us she gave us freedom, you know, because she. I don't think she was too religious one way or another. You know, I was able to like sit down and, and learn about different cultures. And I think that just learning about it when I was young made me more inquisitive and more excited to learn more. Like growing up, the one thing I wanted to be was immortal so I can go around the world, learn about all these cultures and just celebrate with people. Hmm. And now I just hate people. But, you know, I'm with um, you on that. I hate people. <laughs> Not in the sense of the I just hate people in general now yeah. the pandemic did me dirty man it really get did. off my lawn oh uh, uh, yeah <laughs> grand torino <laughs> i mean and it's it's pretty pretty corny but the life of pi man that movie to me is it's gold uh and i'm not i'm not really religious i'm more spiritual than anything yeah but i think the message from that movie carries so much so much it's such a big impact you mm-hmm. don't have to be religious you can apply it to almost anything mm-hmm. you know um and just allowing yourself to open up to to let yourself experience life you know um so many so many people in america like because of 9 11 so afraid of, of of people and hijabs uh people of arab descent all this other stuff there's some of the the most fun people to be around yeah and and when you when you break down religions they're almost i don't want to say all but there's a large group of them that are very much the same some differences right but the messaging is the same mm-hmm. you know, it, it teaches you to try and be a good person mm-hmm. but yet a lot of times we're, we're turning our, our cheeks because the person's not like us just because you're yeah. your language i mean 
we're human, you know. Um, so one thing we want you guys to all walk away with from this from the session is just just try to learn, open up more, and just be blessed in the fact that we do have the opportunity to learn from one another. We do have the opportunity to see so many positive things mm-hmm. come from from different different areas, right? Absolutely. Um, shit. NASA, they, they finally just did the whole hidden figures thing. How how many years after, right? They were they were pivotal in in NASA's early years of space exploration. And mm. you know, I think stuff like that, a lot of it needs to be brought to light more mm-hmm. or you know, actually demonstrated on, you know, celebrated, etc. Yeah. And that's the that's the point of the episode is, you know, we, we want to treat each other with respect, kindness and love because we're, we're all we're all one. Even though we, you know, me and Senator paid all y'all <laughs> uh, like don't don't hate because of skin, because of language, any of that stuff. Try not to hate at all. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Um. But but give people their their due, you know. Yeah. Let people feel their freedom that they've been deserving for a long time. Right. right. Help them celebrate. Help them celebrate. I like that. That is dropping gems as usual, Christopher. I am a gem, so you know. Uh, <sighs> but I want to I want to give a shout out to to Q. Thanks again uh, for for bringing it to light for me. Uh, God. How long ago was it now? Seven years? Ooh, seven. No, about eight years now. Uh, so thank you for, for first introducing me to this and helping me open my eyes a little bit wider. Appreciate you, Q. I don't know you, but thank you, sir. Or miss. miss. Yeah, I, I was saying, <laughs> sir. You're thinking Q from college. We, we, we knew a lot of Qs. We, yeah, we knew a lot of Qs. So, yeah, I apologize on that. But I'm glad I did catch myself <laughs> at the same time that you, we both said miss at the same time. Out. Yeah. Learning experience, everyone. But as always, we appreciate you. <laughs> I want you to do your thing, man. You're, you're better at it. Well, it's all good. It's all good. See, see, it's, this is a learning experience because normally I moderate, but that's okay. Since it's just the two of us, Chris. What is that's a great song, by the way? Um, what is or what are your pop culture themes of the week? It was one or two. You want me go, want me go first? Yeah, I'll let uh, you, you go think? first. Yeah. Okay. Um, I will probably say one of mine will probably be the new Migos album. It just dropped today. And it's a very hot album, surprisingly. Like you I don't really like to finish a whole album when it drops, huh? I do, cause like when I'm, cause you know, I I go to the gym and I work out for two hours per day. So I mean, an album these days are anywhere between thirty to sixty minutes. So I just knock, I just listen to it all in one in one session. And I was repeat. like, yeah, I'm like, okay, this this isn't so bad. This is a, an actually decent album. It's better than their other. Um, culture album so 
Migos Culture 3 is, is pretty dope. I like it. I had a good time listening to it. It uh it helped aid me in my workout. Yeah. And I would probably say my other pop culture theme would be the rapper or artist Common. Common is probably one of the most conscious artists out there in the rap community. I mean, he literally, his lyrics are pure poetry. I mean, he talks mm-hmm. about these socioeconomical issues such as, as this, and he brings it all to the forefront. And he's a very underrated rapper, even though he's been making music for decades. I still think he doesn't get his due diligence because he's mm-hmm. not the carbon copy rapper of what's been out for the past 20 years so um i i just thought that it would be fitting for him to be one of my themes for this week in particular with just this episode i'm gonna stick with music too uh and and with the theme of just celebrating culture and, and life whether it's a variation in your religion or your language or anything um, there's a lot of international music out there that I, I've been able to really enjoy. Um, and one of the artists is uh, Mete Grimes. He's a, a French pop rap type person. Um, I really enjoyed his music and I don't know I've been I've been really feeling it again lately and I kind of want to see if he's got anything new that dropped out. but mm-hmm. uh, if you get the chance, I mean, even even if you don't understand what they're saying, you can still feel what they're trying to say. You know, uh, that's that's yeah. the beauty of music. You don't have to understand it; you just have to feel it. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes you just gotta hear it out rather than just listening, because listening and hearing are two different things, and mm-hmm. that also applies to music. Sometimes you have to listen to it. Sometimes you have to hear it. So, I like that. I like. That. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is just Chris and I. <laughs> But we are the men of the year, your mama's favorite group of men. We're going to get up with y'all next Tuesday. All right. Go bark. Go. Yep, yep. <laughs> yep. I'm not even going to say it. Yeah. All right. Thanks, we're everyone. Gonna leave, we're going to leave it at that. Peace. Yeah. Men of the year. Men of the year. Men of the year. Men of the year.